Enjoy fun adventures as you sail away together and experience the extraordinary marriage you desire. Join us in April 2025 for the Six Pillars at Sea Marriage Getaway. Yes, we are taking Six Pillars cruising and we want you to join us. Get all the details at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash getaway. Use promo code SHIPSAHOY to get $500 off your registration today. We'll see you there. From San Diego, California, this is the One Extraordinary Marriage Show. We're being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call or text us on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663 or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. This is part two in our series, Step Into a Sex Challenge. Today, we're talking about what you need to consider when it comes to doing a sex challenge. And listen to this quote from Eddie Rickenbacker as we talk about you know having success in the challenge. He says, I can give you a six-word formula for success. Think things through, then follow through. There you go. And as we're talking about what you need to consider, you Boom. need to think things through, and then you need to follow through on them. But before we start the show and get into all of that, as we talk about the things that you need to consider around a sex challenge, we start every One Extraordinary Marriage show with a hug. And a hug, it's really, it's one of my most favorite parts of the show because I love hearing what's going on in the lives of the one family, what transformation, what yeah. breakthroughs they've had. And this hug came from a text message that we actually received on the hug hotline while we were at the San Diego dream again conference. And I just uh, like a quick shout out all of you that have attended conferences. We want to hear your hugs, Yeah, right? We want to be able to include that in a future show. So if you had breakthrough, share it with us, send it to the hug hotline. This person says, I was one of those kids you alluded to not having a positive marriage model to look up to. My parents were dysfunctional and disconnected prior to the divorce. My grandparents were not affectionate or communicative. My aunts and uncles were divorced or shacking up, and my friends' parents had addiction issues. Wow. My first marriage ended in divorce after discovering a drug addiction. But looking back, I chose the same man as my father. My husband came from a home with two parents, but also worked through a divorce before we got married. We both have our baggage and communication struggles, but we're working to be better. You are my model. Hmm. How you share openly and honestly without shame is inspiring. Achieving all the intimacies seems totally possible. Finding your podcast six months ago has been such a gift. Currently on episode 160-ish while also listening to current shows. Right on. So great. And you often spark a great conversation between my husband and I. Thank you for what you do. It is making a difference. The lessons we learn and live will change the trajectory trajectory of our kids marriages in the coming years thank you mm, i love that that's all i can say as i love that I'm, I'm honored and blessed to be in a place where we can give hope to others who maybe didn't see it in their own family like this woman did and to be able to go you know what you can change the trajectory and you mm -hmm. are going to change the trajectory and you already are doing it and you're going to have freedom and you're going to have breakthrough and you're going to be dreaming again for something more in your marriage than what anybody else could even imagine. Mm -hmm. And it's just, I, I love it. And so thank you so much. And, and thank you to all of you who've come to the conferences. Yes. We, we just, we love them. And if you can make one, make it go to oneliveevents.com. You will have all the information there for upcoming ones. Mm-hmm. 
And, and as Terry said at the top of the show, you know, we are into our Step Into a Sex Challenge series. And, you know, last week we were talking about the fact that a sex challenge is about more than just sex, even though that becomes the catalyst for it. But this week we're talking about all of those pieces that you need to consider, right? What are the other things besides, well, you know, sex that you need to take into account when you're doing this? Because right. when we did our first challenge 12 years ago, we only we only took into account three things. It was like our three ground rules is what we called them. And the first was no sex during my period. Yep. Uh, and that was because at that point in time, 12 years ago, periods super heavy. And I just wasn't comfortable having sex during my period at that point in time. You're still not. I, I'm still not a hundred percent. Like I, it's, it's better now. I can kind of do like the beginning and the end, but not in the middle. Right. Um, and that's just, that's just me. I know there are lots of women. That's not an issue, but it's, it may be something you need to think about or something you need to have a conversation about. Our second, uh, our second consideration was no sex when someone was sick. Mm -hmm. And my philosophy around that is that if you're not feeling well and you have germs, keep them to yourself. It's enough that we're sharing a bed. I don't need to like swap bodily fluids with you and call it, you know, like love. Um, just not my thing. Right. Others may for us. That was one of ours. That was one of ours. And the third consideration that we had was that if somebody was out of town, we obviously weren't having sex because at that point in time, for the purpose of that very first challenge, we had defined sex as physical intercourse. Correct. So if you weren't there, wasn't happening. And that was, that was all we like, that was it. That was it. That, that was the extent of our conversation. Like, what do we need to consider? And that's, that's, that's all what, we did. That's what got us through 40 out of 60 days on our first ever sex challenge. If you want to hear that, you can go to episode one. I'll actually even include a link here in the episode notes so you can listen to that one. But that was it. And since that time, we've completed 13 and we have learned a ton about what really needs to be considered to launch off and have a successful sex challenge. Not just us. Believe me, many, many, many of you in the one family have completed your challenges. You've sent in your we did it. Mm -hmm. A we did it is when you complete a sex challenge and you want to share it. And you just put in the subject line, we did it. You share it. We're going to share it because we love hearing those. And yet those three things were the catalyst for helping us to understand like there's much more that we need to just think about prior to just jumping in to have success and to be connected during our sex challenge. Because it's one of those things where you don't know what you don't know until you jump into something and then you're like, whoa, yeah, didn't know that. And I know there are some of you that, you know, they're thinking, okay, you guys keep using this phrase sex challenge. Like, like honestly, you know, if we're just having sex for seven days, 30 days, 60 days, I mean, we know people in the one family that have had sex for a hundred days straight. Like, you know, how hard can that be? Right. It's, it's sex every day. Got it. The reality is, is that I don't care if you're going for seven days or you're going for a hundred days. Uh, it, do, it doesn't matter. There's a lot of life that happens outside of the bedroom, mm -hmm. right? You have jobs, you have kids, you have volunteering, you have church obligations, you have holidays, you have vacations, you have all of these things that will, you know, in some respect, um, decide that they want to make a demand on your time. In that week or weeks or, or month. month that you have chosen to set aside to be sexually intimate, emotionally intimate with your spouse. It's going to happen, people. Yeah. It's going to happen. And you, when you make the commitment to do a sex challenge, you know, yes, you're committing to having sex, but you're also committing. And this is really important. This is something I didn't realize the first time around. And it's something that's really evolved over the years is that you're also making a commitment to be as prepared 
as you can for the challenge in order for it to be successful. That means you, you actually do some homework or, or some prep work before you say, yeah, we're going to start this. And it's not to overthink the whole situation and not do it, but it's to say, how do we set ourselves up to be able to do this successfully? How do we set ourselves up so that we are more connected? Mm-hmm. How do we set ourselves up so that when we face challenges, we've got a game plan? And I think of expectations. When, when you say that, my, my first thing is always about what are our expectations? of this challenge. Mm-hmm. And for us, we gave you the three expectations we had when in, in sense of, hey, this is when we're not having sex. So the expectation is if one of those three, three things isn't happening, we're having sex. Mm-hmm. And so it's a, a little bit of a reversal, but what are your expectations? We've done numerous shows about expectations. One of my favorites is always sexpectations. And that's talking about how are we setting ourselves up for success, especially when we're going on vacation mm-hmm. to have sex? Because it's typically one spouse is like, sweet, we're on vacation. We're not having sex. It's just going to be chill. The other spouse is going, we're on vacation. We're having sex. Same thing with the challenge. What are the expectations you guys have for one another? Absolutely. And, you know, I think back to that very first one and I, <laughs> oh, oh my gosh, gosh. That I, I remember one. in the middle, you know, I get my period and then that same week, I mean, you want to talk about like Murphy's law coming and like taking up residence in your house. The same week, Tony ends up in urgent care with a viral migraine. Mm-hmm. So, and I've never, let, let's put it this way. Craziest thing. Never had one before. Never had one since. So it is absolutely craziness that it happened right there. Right. And that it was the same week that I had my period. And it was the same week you had your so, period. So you got that all going on. And at that same time, both of our kids get sick. Mm-hmm. So so we've got this holy trifecta of, of challenges happening. And there was the window where I had my period. So I was like, okay, well, this is just like, we're just, it's a hard and fast break. But but we were dealing with this. On top of that, there were times when there was, you know, late night travel and, you know, how are we navigating all of these different things? And we got to the point where we're like, okay, you know what? Like we got to have a game plan for this thing, especially as we got through that first one. And then we're like, well, we want to do a seven day sex challenge. What is that going to look like? Mm-hmm. And so we started realizing that we needed to take a step back before we ever got to the challenge and say, okay, there are some things we need to consider here. Mm-hmm. The, yes. and, and the very first one, and this may sound like so common sense, but the truth of the matter is, is that if you don't start here, you, you might as well probably not even be able to start. Right. And you've got to take a look at what your schedule looks like. And it's not just like, what do the next seven days or what do the next 30 days look like? But you have to ask yourself, is this a busy time for us? Right? You know, we're here. This show is being released for the first time end of February 2020. So we're heading into tax season. If you're an accountant or a CPA, this may not be the time that you decide to do it because you're working round the clock. Mm-hmm. Right. If you're listening to this show and it's, you know, holiday time, maybe you're listening to the show in December and you're like, oh yeah, Christmas is coming. Let's do this as a Christmas present. Well, you may have all of the kids productions and you may have, you know, holiday parties and you're staying up late and you're wrapping presents and you're doing all that may not be the time. I want to say this though. I I do need to say this. We all live full lives Mm -hmm. some way or another. There will never be a perfect time. So you need to pick a time to make it happen though. Because if you don't, you're never going to have it. You're never going to have that breakthrough that you're going to experience when you guys are able to have this challenge upon one another. 
And what are you going to do through that? So don't allow your schedule to stop you. It's almost like one of those times too. You're looking for the best mm-hmm. among everything else. That's all you're doing. Believe me, we've had challenges where, hey, everything looks pretty good and things got added on. And so we've had to adjust and change and make things work so we could complete our challenge. But if we were to look for the perfect time, it would never come up and we would never do it. Just It just wouldn't. So don't let that stop you from having an experience with your spouse. Well, and, and that's such a valid point because we also have to look at, you know, what can you take off your plate? Like when we're talking about scheduling, Mm -hmm. you may be looking at a week and you're, you know, some of the things to consider when it comes to the schedule is, you know what, when is she going to have her period? right? How does that impact things? What does her period look like? How does it, you know, her period impact sex, right? All of those different things. Do you have, you know, do the kids have a busier schedule right now? You know, it, if it's going into spring and they've got all their playoffs and tournaments and all this kind of stuff, well, set yourself up for success and just pick a different week. Like Tony said, there's never going to be a perfect week or a perfect month or a perfect two months or whatever you decide to do. But can you look at the schedule and say, to the best of our ability, we're going to put a ring around this period of time and we're going to protect it. We're going to get really intentional about what the schedule looks like for that period of time so that we know, you know what? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I mean, start telling people, oh, you know what? That's, that's the month that we're doing our 30 day sex challenge. So I'm not adding extra stuff because I want to have energy for my spouse. You want to see your friend's faces drop like jaws hit the ground tell them you're doing a 30 day sex challenge. They're going to be like, what the heck? Yeah. But then you get to be, because you're protecting your schedule, you actually get to be a light for other couples to get super excited about what's possible in their marriage. Yeah. Like don't hide this kind of stuff. Be the couples, be the marriages that say, you know what? We're going to, our schedule is about us. It's about our marriage. The second thing that you need to, you need to consider is, what does stamina look like for the length of time of a challenge? Mm-hmm. Um, now, I I have to, you know, this is going to be one of those times where I, I share a little bit about Tony. Some of you have already heard this before, but when we did our first challenge, I, I, I fully identified as the low desire spouse. So I had agreed to this, but I had no idea how this was going to go down. And somewhere around day nine or 11, it, it's kind of been lost to, you know, folklore as far as which day that was it was day 11 i still think it was day nine um we're getting ready for bed we still hadn't had sex that day and my incredibly handsome husband looks at me and says ah i think i need a day off yeah and i just remember like he said it i was in the bathroom he said i remember running out and going oh my gosh like guys can have too much of a good thing i had a doubt i was tired I was tired. So that that's something to definitely think about mm-hmm. and know that it may happen. On a seven day, I don't find that to be much of a challenge. Mm-hmm. I, personally, I don't think there's much of a challenge for either myself or Elisa. When we do get into our 30 day, um, and definitely when we did the 60 day, those ones do challenge. Mm-hmm. There is a challenge. And so I don't know if it's something that you need to be discussing wildly right now as you begin. I do think it's something that needs to be understood though by both husband and wife that there may come a point when your spouse is asking to take a little bit of a break Mm -hmm. and just to be understanding in that moment. 
It, it's not like you guys have failed. It's not like he failed or she failed. No, it's just, we need a break. And I'm glad we did because you know what? It really, in that moment when I did do that, I realized that there was some communication, some emotional intimacy that had to be opened up because the next day we had a conversation that allowed us to continue on. Mm -hmm. And what does it look like if I'm unable to ejaculate? What does it look like if Elisa's unable to orgasm? What does this look like? And so that's where the emotional intimacy, the heartfelt conversations that are needed, that are, that makes a challenge way more infinitely mm-hmm. greater than just the sex. And that's where that conversation, I agree with Tony. You don't need to have this like massive in-depth conversation, but, but do talk about it, right? How are you going to do those types of things? And, and what is that going to look like for the two of you in a way that is loving and encouraging? And so we've got one more that we want to talk about right after this. Stress, hormone changes, and lack of sleep can impact your skin, causing issues like dryness, dark spots, and acne. I know the closer I get to 50, the more aware I become of this. OneSkin, today's sponsor, offers a simple skincare routine to address these concerns at a cellular level. OneSkin has developed a proprietary peptide called OS1 that's scientifically validated to improve the health of your skin beneath the surface without irritation or a complicated multi-step routine. I use the OS1 face topical supplement on my face and neck, which often needs a little extra care with age. Additionally, the OS1 eye supplement helps keep the under eye area fresh, even on little sleep. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OEM at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OEM. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support your show and tell them we sent you. So we've talked about your schedules and we've talked about stamina. And the last thing that the two of you need to consider as you're heading into this challenge is how are we going to define sex? Right. For some people, this isn't even a question. They're like, uh, duh, it's, it's intercourse, it's penetration. Why do we need to define it? Mm-hmm. And the truth of the matter is, is that this is actually one of those questions that if the two of you discuss that will make all the difference in your, in your challenge, partly because we know that there are people out there in the one family who are facing health challenges right now where intercourse is not possible, but they're still super excited to come on board and do a sex challenge. We also know that, you know, there can be, uh, you know, just a myriad of other reasons why, like maybe you're traveling and you still, you know, you've got like a few days of travel in the middle of a challenge and you're like, okay, what are we going to do? I don't want to take a break. I want us to still be doing something. So it's getting, oh, we've known, we've known couples in the one family who will honestly do phone sex absolutely between each other. And they are totally okay with that because it was discussed prior mm-hmm. to them starting and them understanding because like Elisa said, some of, some of you may want to do 30 days and yet you you travel. And so how are you staying connected in those moments together? Others of you are like, no, we're traveling just like when Elisa and I did our 60-day challenge. We were okay with it. 60-day challenge, hey, if someone's traveling, so you guys get to create that. And some of it might be all like, hey, we cannot have intercourse because of where we're at right now. Mm-hmm. And yet we still want to be intimate in other ways. Others of you are like, no, it has to be always intercourse penetration. And there are others of you who are going to be like, 
There's a little blend of both of those yep. that are going to work for us mm-hmm. to complete this challenge. L- let me say this too. The challenge that you are creating is for you guys. There is no comparison of, oh, well, Tony and Elisa did it this way. So that's the way we have. No, 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 please don't. This is about you guys. We want to give you the framework so that way you guys have success and you guys have the breakthrough in your emotional and your sexual intimacy. So whatever you choose is between you and your spouse. And this provides such an incredible opportunity because you're not just talking about the sexual intimacy for the purpose of your challenge. This actually, if if you look at this from a very holistic standpoint, you're actually talking about what can sexual intimacy look like in our marriage. Mm-hmm. And, and that's that can be a game changer for couples because so often we get hung up on on this very, very narrow definition which works. There's nothing wrong with that definition. But what happens if you can expand it? What happens if, you know, like me, where, you know, I didn't enjoy having sex during my period. If I had said back then to Tony, you know what? Because I wasn't sleeping naked at this time. That was well before we got into the whole sleep naked thing. What if I had said to him, hey, you know what? On those days, I'm going to make it a point to, we're going to make it a point to sleep naked so that our bodies will still be touching. It's a form of sexual intimacy. Or... Or even a hand job or something like that, or a blow job or what, whatever it may have been. Like that would have been something that we would have considered and discussed. Mm-hmm. And what does that look like? Now, would it have worked out perfectly every single time? I would say probably not. Uh, in all honesty, I would think that we would have had some, some friction, mm-hmm. some disagreements, some, some areas of like, uh, that didn't really work. And that's okay because we would have just gone the next day and just started discussing it again and saying, hey, what, what was that like for you? Did you like it? Did you not? Did, yay, nay. All right. Well, how are we going to move on? How are we going to pivot on those days and move on? You know, we get into this place where we think it should just be this way, right? This is what it is. And it's it's just like, you know, it, I often, you guys have heard me talk about like when we were doing the dating your spouse series, like Moses did not come down with the 10 commandments where all of these things about marriage are set in stone. We, we as extraordinary couples, we as part of the one family say, okay, what pieces can I take to make my own marriage extraordinary? Can can we talk about stamina? Can we talk about our schedules? Can we talk about how we're going to define sex for the purpose of saying, you know what? We want to have the most incredible sex challenge that we possibly can right? We want to do this, but we're unique individuals. So what does this look like for me and my spouse? What does it look like for us to sit down and have a conversation? And, you know, I mean, I've thrown out numbers like seven days, 30 days, 60 days, hundred days, but you may sit down and say, you know what? We've got nine days that we can make this work in our calendar. You know oh, what? Do it. Go for it. You may sit there and go, you know what? We're actually going to shower naked every day for a week because that's how we're able to foster our sexual intimacy. Go for it. You may be able to sleep naked and just go for it. And that, you know what? You're having the sexual intimacy, you're having penetration. And yet part of, part of the challenge is, you know what? We don't do this. So we want to sleep naked. We have a great article called sleeping naked will do wonders for your marriage. I'm going to put a link to it in our episode notes. And it just talks about some of the benefits when couples sleep naked I mean, there are actual benefits from doing this. Mm-hmm. And so that I'm going to put a link to that, but there are so many benefits that come out of this. Doing a sex challenge isn't just about the physical act of sex and it doesn't just 
happen. Yes, I know you guys have written in and be like, well, we were like four days into it and then we decided to keep going. Well, you know how you were able to keep going? Because you actually all had a conversation about it and said, oh, we're four days in. What do the next three days look like? Or what do the next 10 days look like? So, so allow yourselves, give yourselves permission to have a conversation on all the considerations. And you may find as the two of you are sitting down and talking about this, that there are a few other things that we haven't even included here. There may be, there may be considerations that are unique to the two of you. And you're like, oh, we actually need to accept like case in point. I'm thinking about the fact that there is a paramedic couple Mm -hmm. in the one family who, because they work not just opposite shifts, but you know, there's like a whole matrix going on for their calendar. They're only ever home 10 days a month. And those are not 10 consecutive days. They figured out how to make the challenge work in their marriage. So don't tell me you can't figure it out because I've, I've seen their calendar. You can do it too. But the reason that they were able to do it and the reason they were able to step into that was because they said, you know what, we're going to have a conversation. What are the things that are unique to us that we need to consider? And they took those plus the ones that we shared and they said, we got a game plan. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing what the one family can do because we've seen this time and time again, what you all do when you create a game plan that you can get behind, that you get excited about and you say, you know what, we are on the same team. It's no coincidence that we talk about the one family, the couples and the one family being on the same team because teams execute game plans. That's right. They start with the game plan. They bring it into their team and say, this is what we're going to do. And when you bring these considerations into your sex challenge, I'm telling you, oh my gosh, you feel empowered. You feel like you've, you've already conquered the challenge before you even start because you, you've already talked through these things, mm-hmm. right? We're not in this place of I've got all these expectations sitting in my head and I wonder if we're going to be okay. It's like, no, we've talked about it. We know what we're going to do when that happens. Yeah. And if you're, if you're thinking, Hey, right now's the time for us. We want to, we want to jump in and do a challenge. I would ask, and we would ask you, check out our 30 day sex challenge. We got that coming up. You can go to one extraordinary marriage.com slash 30 days. You can learn all about it and you can join because on top of just what you got to consider, we add the positions, we add so much more so that you can make your challenge a success. We're excited for you guys as you start to consider what a challenge would look like for you. It might be your first time, it might be your second time, it might be your fifth time. Each time is different. Make sure you consider what it's gonna look like for you each and every time because we do change, we do adjust, and we want them to be extraordinary. Join us next week for part three, what you need to know. We love you guys. We're excited to hear about your challenges and how they go for you. Love you guys. Have a fantastic week and we'll catch you next week. Love you guys. 